I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. It's not often you get recognised for your contributions when you're the one not getting their hand raised at the end. It certainly doesn't happen in the Wilborn household after a particularly gruelling game of Monopoly, no matter how much I ask. But it does in wrestling, because when wins and losses matter, the losers still win. With that in mind, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, and these are 10 times wrestlers got standing ovations in defeat. Number 10, DIY. NXT timed and executed the 2017 breakup of Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano's DIY unit with blissful perfection, up to and including the old trick of putting the lower third graphic up to signify the end of the show, the cheeky bastards. The pair were soaking up the earnest adulation of the crowd, having just lost what was sure to be their last title match in some time to the Authors of Pain. This particular defeat was crucial to the reception too. It was the reaction where nobody in the Allstate Arena wanted to consider what might be next for the beloved babyfaces now they'd not only lost the belts but also failed to win them back. The answer came just seconds later when Champa hurled Gargano into the video wall and proceeded to decimate him after the fact. In yet another flex from Booker Triple H during his masterful period with the pencil, the impact of the assault required the audience's adulation in the first place. He hadn't just booked the twist, he booked the story to a sure it was effective. Number 9. The Undertaker What else was there to do but applaud The Undertaker as he rose slowly to his feet following the defeat nobody thought they'd ever see. The dead man was down for so long after Brock Lesnar's match-winning F5 that everybody got all the time they needed to express every other reaction before breaking into stunned applause. Michael Cole was there with one of his best ever calls. Paul Heyman magnified the moment with unreal aplomb, whilst Kevin Dunn luxuriated in finding fan reactions, each one more mesmerising than the last. For once, eh, Kevin, just show edge in the rumble. How do you miss his first spear back? 
Anyway, by the time the now-defeated company Cornerstone was able to steady himself, so too were the thousands in attendance. Those that hadn't yet sprung up in shock now did so in respect, along with the line of announcers at the various ringside desks. It felt rather fittingly as though he was being given a guard of honour by 80,000 people, and they'd all waited until he needed it the most. Number 8. Andre the Giant Andre the Giant was a beloved cultural icon beyond the company by the time he wrestled his last match for Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 6, and it was thus decided that he'd be allowed to turn on the evil Heenan family for the grandest possible send-off. It was respectful of the Giants' legacy and all in a further effort to put over new tag team champions' demolition as part of his departure. If anything, the reverence the booking shows towards legendary figures today borders on the counterproductive, and that's a bloody understatement. One thing as with Bobby Heenan and Haku on that fateful night in Toronto, Andre would have had more than a strong word with the company for such dodgy and dated thinking. Number 7. Hulk Hogan a doubleheader featuring The Rock here, starting with a WrestleMania 18 win over Hulk Hogan that probably proved to be a sterner acting lesson than half of his early filmography. Dropping his entire heel facade after hearing Toronto's thunderous post-lockup pop, Hogan became the guy the partisan WWE crowd had missed for all those years. The flexing turned his black and white gear red and yellow, forcing the most electrifying man in sports entertainment to rewire and rethink. He did so with remarkable gusto. Small scowls and spits denoted frustration with the old favourite and the audience showering their love upon him. But the win he eventually picked up brought the two back together after the fact. The Rock was unlike every top liner in wrestling history, not least because he knew in his gut that none of this was forever. Having won the match and done everything to stop Hogan stealing his moment, he warmly gave it to him instead. And that's why he's better than Stone Cold Steve Austin, don't at me. Speaking of which, number six, Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was easier to figure out what was going on on pay-per-view than it was inside Safeco Field when Stone Cold Steve Austin took longer than average, leaving the ring following his loss to The Rock in what proved to be the final chapter of their epic WrestleMania rivalry. The match was a fair distance from being their best, but it wasn't what the extended ovation was for. With Jim Ross putting the rattlesnake over as one of the greatest of all time and the crowd being given ample opportunity to show their love, it became evident this wasn't just goodbye for now. It'd be 24 hours until it was folded into a storyline with Eric Bischoff, and longer still that the full extent of Austin's hospital dash the night before was fleshed out by documentary makers, but the fans in attendance didn't need any of that to give the biggest star of the rapidly bygone era one last chance to remember the glory years. Number 5. Chris Benoit the 2003 Royal Rumble was a pretty great show, blown to sodding smithereens by an infamously awful World Heavyweight Championship match between Triple H and Scott Steiner that exposed and, let's be honest, embarrassed the art form. Nothing about this protected, preserved or promoted the business. It merely left a career in tatters thanks for that trips. Such was the importance of Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit, providing every kind of opposite. Fans respected these men before the bell, let alone after it. Valiant defeated babyface Benoit soaked up the cheers at the end, but domineering heel Angle would have received the same had the result been switched. They'd used their 20 minutes to erase any memories of the block of time that came before them. 
Number four, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is so exceptional at playing a heel that a subsequent babyface turn feels inevitable long before she's even teased it. It's honestly a little bit frustrating, one of those strange quirks isolated to the live audience element of pro wrestling. In 2020, people clamoured for her to turn on Bailey from inside their own homes because she'd been so effective in the six months or so she'd been back on the dark side before then. She was in irresistible form, though, in 2015 peaking impeccably at TakeOver Brooklyn when she was due to depart NXT forever and put over beloved babyface nemesis Bailey in the process. Problem was, she was 50% of this work of art and the Barclays Centre crowd were going to let her know about it. The hugs and handshakes have become a little bit tropey all these years later, but the four horsewomen's curtain call felt more earned than most. They changed the game for real and threw immensely hard against the grain work. The preceding match had been a celebration of all of that, hiding underneath an era-defining bell-to-bell classic. Number three, Bailey. Did Bailey know how hard the road ahead would be when she paid tribute to the NXT logo on the stage just before she passed through the takeover curtains for the last time? She's always appeared to be one of the more prudent performers of this current crop, but she was already aware that it'd be a full and fully unfair four years until the bond with the audience was quite as tight. Did she already know there'd be nothing she could do about it? These shouldn't be the questions we have to ask of talents making the jump from WWE's supposed developmental to its supposed main roster. But the hugger's best friend Sasha Banks had made the leap one year earlier, only to be pigeonholed in bloody trios matches before she was allowed to break out as the boss. The hugger knew what all this counted for in the moment and how little it mattered after the fact. It wasn't just the amazing NXT Championship match with Asuka that earned the former title holder such a memorable response. It was another heartfelt goodbye from an audience that smartly dared not to think about the aforementioned scenarios. Number 2. Dustin Rhodes Admittedly, the Las Vegas crowd at Double or Nothing 2019 weren't just cheering Dustin Rhodes following his bloodbath with brother Cody, but it'd be unfair to assume that the loudest, throatiest roars from myself, Phil Chambers and Adam Cleary weren't for the long-tenured industry icon rolling back the clock one last time. As the two reconciled any remaining beef after the bell, the audience came unglued for the micro and macro stories at play. The two had always wanted a match they believed warranted a grand stage. It was something they'd wanted to do for their father, for each other, and for the longest time, for Vince McMahon. He passed. Over and over again he passed, to the extent that Cody went about building his own stage, making space for his brother, and then spilling his blood all over it. Tears and claret soaked the heads of both men, including the defeated Dustin. It had taken just one white-hot and red-drenched match for AEW's core philosophy to hold true in the face of contradiction. Wins and losses matter, but old-fashioned good booking of both wrestlers and plaudits for everybody. Number 1. Sami Zayn As NXT's golden era started to fade into the distance, so too did its golden boy. Sami Zayn had already left, really, but it took an awe-inspiring display in Dallas to serve as a proper send-off. Injury had robbed him of an earlier call-up in 2015, but his return to the black and gold brand in December felt temporary anyway before he worked the 2016 Royal Rumble the following month. It was time for the underdog from the underground to poke his head over the top and try and skank his way 
into Vince McMahon's heart. That would go about as well as you'd imagine, but the goodbye before that awkward hello was one to treasure. In what will surely stand as Shinsuke Nakamura's best WWE match forever, Zayn and the King of Strong Style worked with superhuman pace and spirit to the dizzy delight of an electrified takeover crowd. If the card served as the zenith of the time, this match may have been the sharpened tip of the peak. Zayn appeared to stifle tears as he left, and the crowd, in between rapturous applause, did the same. 